Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping you guys to learn how to use nutrition and lifestyle tools to feel, look, and do your absolute best. Guys, yesterday I made this post about uh, serotonin and light exposure and um, how melatonin, main sleeping hormone, is made out of serotonin and how light exposure is so needed, so crucial, essential for us to feel good about our achievements and about our life and to feel confident, but also to sleep well, right? Um, But if you didn't know that, I also made a post uh, on LinkedIn, on Medium, uh, in my newsletter about how protein is important for serotonin. We talked about that on this podcast already, right? And of course, some people reached out and found something that they disagree with or that they doubt. Some people told me, well, Angela, but isn't protein restriction is good for longevity? And you're telling people to eat all this protein, eat protein three times a day, and how important it is for brain productivity, for health, for feeling good. But what about longevity? Um, And guys, I want to address this question because I think it's a whole set of questions that a lot of people confuse. You know, a lot of, I mean, all of the longevity studies are done in worms, in mice, and they're not exactly humans. Yeah, we have, you know, similarities. We are all alive animals, kind of, but then that's basically it. We are not worms, not at all, right? And you can't really say what's going to make a human being live longer, and live better. We don't have that data. The best data from my perspective we have is that is the analysis of lifestyle, nutrition choices, of mindsets of people who live to 100 and more without any diseases and without basically suffering, right? I think this is the best human data we have. And even then, it's not that accurate because People are not that great at remembering like what they did, you know, when they were 30 or when they were 40 or when they were 50. Like when they're 100, their memory is just, no matter how healthy they are, their memory is already not there, right? But still, we have kind of an idea. They didn't eat processed foods, they moved a lot, they had good community, good relationships around them, they didn't overeat, mostly because they didn't have the ability to do so. Um, If they had bad habits, that they were really not something they would indulge in often. They definitely had a lot of sun, a lot of fresh air, a diet that is rich in micro micro and macronutrients. Yeah, they might not have eaten like all the protein that they wanted, but maybe if they did, they would live longer. You know, we don't have the answer to this question. And um, there is, you know, this whole society of people who restrict their calories every day. And they do not look well. You know, they're cold all the time. They're skinny, not good way skinny, but skinny to the bone skinny. They move slowly. They talk slowly. They're not enthusiastic or excited. Because, guys, what happens when you restrict all the time nutrients? What happens 
is your brain receives the signal that this is the time of deprivation and starvation and we might die. So we'd better save energy everywhere where we can. And so your brain starts to save energy with your movement, with your emotions, with your uh, productivity and drive to achieve. Because guess what, guys? All that takes energy. Setting new goals, exploring new places, destinations, uh, getting after challenging tasks in your business and life, that all requires additional energy. And when your brain senses that there is not enough, not just energy, but also essential nutrients, like protein is one of them, your brain will tell you to sit at home and, you know, <laughs> try to preserve that energy and that nutrition. That's what it seems from those people. Again, they do not look all that well like fitness models crushing business and health and fitness. Not at all. So when people say, you know, restricting this, restricting that, Maybe sometimes, intermittently, don't overeat, eat good quality diet, exercise. You know, actually what triggers re- a lot of recycling in our cells and building new cells, more robust cells and more robust mitochondria, those energy-producing plants in our cells. What triggers them to get better is actually intermittent stress, like exercise, when energy demands are higher. And when you combine that with really good nutrition, enough protein, enough healthy fats, you know, fiber, vitamins, and minerals, and sun, and sleep, and all that, it seems like human beings thrive, and they live amazing life without suffering, and they don't have any uh, diseases, as far as we can say. And so, the problem, another problem is with all these restrictions, you know, your hormones go down, your sex drive goes down, your performance on all levels go down, you become cranky, life doesn't feel that good. Like, even if you were to live 10 years longer, even if that, you know, restrict calorie restriction society, if they live, let's say, five years longer, but they live a miserable life, they are living a miserable life, they're barely moving, breathing, and they're always cold and unenthusiastic, and their sex drive is nowhere to be found. Like, if you were to live five years longer like that, would you? Like, really, would you? <laughs> Probably not. And especially for women, guys. I'm a female, and I can tell you from personal experience. The more you restrict stuff, the more you are on some sort of restrictive diets when it comes to whole foods, when it comes to proteins, to healthy fats, to uh, all the abundance of nutrients found in a variety of whole foods, the more you restrict that, the more problems you're going to have with your thyroid, especially when you're older, with your other sexual, with your sexual hormones, the more you'll feel like a woman and more um, like just surviving and barely making it, having no energy, no mood, no sex drive, right? Especially for women, we are especially sensitive to any sorts of restriction. And so if you're trying to lose weight, your best bet is to eat a variety of whole foods and make sure that you supply as much nutrition as possible and maybe, you know, restrict your calories, but like 100. Just don't eat sweets, don't eat stuff like, I don't know, made out of white flour, uh, move a little bit more, especially a low intensity movement like exercise that doesn't increase your stress levels, but actually improves your health. Do things like that. And that's how you lose weight over the long term and you're most probably going to maintain it.
right? Um, a lot of people into fasting, into all these crazy protocols, they either on those protocols or eating crap. And I'm not sure how good that is for longevity, you know? Um, a lot of people find it hard to be consistently good with good sleep, good nutrition, exercise, movement, and positive mindset. Like if all people did that, I believe that's how human beings would thrive and live longer. Not some, you know, restricting everything all the time. And then you see all the scientists in longevity movement and they barely have any muscle already. Uh, and then there are drugs, you know, for longevity, like metformin, um, what's the other one, rapamycin, and they all have side effects for long-term health, it seems. Like they either make our mitochondria energy-producing plant of ourselves work worse, or they compromise our immune system. So there is always a trade-off. There is no free ride in nature, it seems. It really seems that way. Um, and so... All this, you know, talk about how we should restrict protein or how we should all go plant-based because, I don't know, it saves the planet. It actually, you know, there is no good data that it's going to help anything. It's the fossil fuels, it's a lot of other things, and just planet might be warming up, right? So why, why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you all this because... There is no data whatsoever that taking care of your needs, eating enough protein, not overeating, like overeating on stuff is not good for you. But that means is keeping your calories in check and not eating crap. Instead of candy, eat that protein. Believe me, that's going to do better, not, <laughs> not worse. So eating that protein three times per day, that will do you a lot of good. And of course, I'm talking about high quality protein, eating from whole foods, eating from animal foods, animal and plant protein, not the same, just not the same amino acid, not the same availability, unless you are taking a very specifically designed shake made out of, you know, plants and uh, designed in a way that it has very similar amino acid profile to animal protein. That's very rare and it's probably super expensive. And that's not probably what you're doing if you're doing that, right? So um, animal-based protein from whole foods, especially things like fatty fish and any fish, like seafood, eggs, organ meats. Uh, but then also just simple, you know, chicken, good quality grass-fed chicken and, and beef. And um, what else is out there we're eating? Like all these good quality animal products. Eat them, eat your protein three times per day. Again, for most people, I recommend to go for 30 and 40 grams because you probably are not 100 pounds, right? You are um, more like, I don't know, 140, 150, maybe 130. And so one gram of protein per pound of body weight, maybe a little bit less if you are a female, if you don't do that much sport, um, more if you're a guy, if you do a lot of sports, if you're taller, um, that seems to be a really good guidelines and there is no data whatsoever that as a part of a healthy diet with a lot of fruit and veg and all food groups that protein does you anything but good and for your brain it's like a super fuel every single neurotransmitter like dopamine like serotonin like norepinephrine um, all of the neurotransmitters that make you happy or make you go and do things they actually require protein and other nutrients to 
to be made in our brain and to make you feel good and achieve things, right? And what's also seems to be true that spreading nutrients out throughout the day works much, much better. Now, can you eat one time per day? Of course you can. You know, if we didn't survive on that kind of diet, uh, we wouldn't be alive probably as human species. But is it optimal? That's another question. And it seems that the answer to that question is no, that is not optimal. The body cannot absorb all of the nutrients at one meal, especially at a huge meal. Our digestive system seems to be working better when we have, you know, like three meals a day, three, please two, you know, with maybe a snack, like two, three meals a day, that is much better than, again, some crazy restriction and including all the possible food groups you're not allergic, not sensitive to. Uh, and if you are, then heal your gut uh, with proper lifestyle and nutrition and then uh, incorporate as many food groups unprocessed, whole, cooked in a healthy way as possible, right? So breakfast, your protein, your healthy fats, um, your carbohydrates, don't forget your carbohydrates, very important, your fiber, your lot of colors for lunch, for dinner. Um, if you need any ideas, always feel free, free to reach out and build your ideal for your lifestyle and your demands meal plan, one meal at a time, the one that works for you specifically, and that is easy to do and maintain. If you need to calculate your protein needs or where you can get your protein, also reach out. It's super easy thing for me to do, and I'm more than happy to help you as a consistent listener of this podcast. So reach out, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com or on Instagram at 1000yearyoung. And yes, I am a lot into longevity, but I also do not believe that studies in mice or uh, worms do translate in humans. And I also do not believe that living a miserable life, barely surviving, is the best way to get to longevity. I think those studies are very important to figure out the mechanism. So possibly we could have some therapeutics that don't make life suck, right? But being in a state of starvation your whole life to just live five years miserably longer, I don't think that's a very cool idea. At least that's my opinion. Be, you know, decide for yourself. But guys, eat your protein, reach out. Your protein, you know, it can make you happy along with a lot of other lifestyle choices. But that's kind of like the foundation. Learn how to eat your protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 150, 200 grams of meat or chicken or um, fish or seafood at variety. If you go for things like eggs or, you know, fattier fish, you might require a little bit more. Um, so you might combine tuna is an amazing, by the way, source of protein, like very condensed. It's like chicken from the sea, right? 3.5 ounces is about 28 grams of protein. So really good. And also calorie wise, really lean. So if you need to, you know, lose some weight, that also might be very, very helpful. Plus protein um, going to require more calories to absorb and, and digest. At the end, you're going to get less. You're going to be also less hungry and it's going to go all to maintaining lean body mass and a happy, healthy brain. So just a little bit more information, guys, before I wrap up today's episode, um, a little bit about everything around when, you know, when I get those questions, like, yeah, that's true that this has been 
found in worms and mice, and uh, but in humans, what's going to make us live longer? That question is still up, up, up there in the air. Uh, we cannot with certainty say anything at this point. Not yet. At some point, hopefully, probably, but not yet. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening. And as usual, guys, reach out with questions, share this podcast, and till next time, eat all your protein for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. Just also make sure that it's of good quality, and it's better when you chew it and it's not vegan. And it's not just my opinion, it's a scientific fact. The quality is different, so... Anyhow, I'm going to wrap it up, eat your protein for breakfast, and talk to you very soon.